Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to the Nerd Herd Comic Book Club. Your number one stop for stellar reviews of volumes, arcs or stories that us or yourselves choose. You can find us live every Wednesday on YouTube, Facebook and Twitch and the replay on all podcast networks. Take a seat, get yourselves and your opinions ready as it's time to join the herd. But first, please put your hands together for your hosts, Shane, Phil, Scott and Martin as they kick off this week's discussion. Hello, welcome to the Nerd Herd Comic Book Club. My name is Scott. I'm joined by two boys this week, not three boys. One of the boys couldn't make it. Uh, if, you're, if you're on the podcast, guess who before we uh, introduce ourselves. And time's up. Okay, we've got Phil here. Hello, what's up, nerds? And we've got Martin. Evening, all. And today, today, let me click some more. We are talking about, boom, Orphan and the Five Beasts. Uh, this is uh, a four-issue book from Dark Horse, produced in 2021, created, written, drawn, lettered, covered, and everything else by one man, James Stoko. James Stoko. I'm going to say it more confidently this time. James Stoko. Yeah. Nailed it. Um, sold it. Thanks. King nailed it. Um, let's say hi in the chat before uh, we have Monkey Gibbons. Hey, Lee. Heidi Ho. And we also have Highland G. Thank you for joining us. Lovely to see you. How have we been doing, boys? All good. good all good, yeah. good, good, good. This book, Scott, I thought whenever, because it's obviously your pick, I was yeah. expecting some sort of D&D adventure. And I was completely thrown off this today when I read it. Okay, all right. Well, before we I go, why, further, I, don't why, I don't know why I thought it was D and D. I just thought it sounded like a D and D thing. Just because I'm a massive nerd, probably. Yeah. We all are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in a, in our different special ways. Yeah, uh, exactly. Let's go ahead and let me tell you right what this book is about. Okay, some would say this is a kung fu epic. Okay, some some would say, um, but the synopsis of this is uh, is as follows: spurred on. By her master's dying words, the adopted war warrior, Orphan Mo, seeks to find and kill five former disciples who now threaten the land with corruption from their demonic powers. Uh, part five deadly venoms and part surreal grindhouse, James Tuko brings his knack for ultra-detailed fantasy imagery and over-the-top violence of this classic tale of revenge. So there we go. I've read that word for word from the back of the book. Um... Okay, who do I pick on first? Who's going to kick us off? You both read this today, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. like literally like, like an hour ago. It's a very quick read. It's four yeah. issues, speedy read. Um, Martin, mm -hmm. what did you think? Uh, I actually enjoyed it. I enjoyed mm -hmm. it. It's just a shame it did last too long. That's my biggest issue with this book. Um, yeah. The fact that I actually started getting into it and then it ended. Should have been retitled to Orphan and the Two Beasts. This is what's going my opening line. It's like the reason why it was such a quick read is because they left out three beasts. Like literally, there was two beasts, and that was it. It's uh, to be continued. I hope. Yeah. Well, I, I, I assume sure. there is another. Is it? Has it not been? There isn't an issue five. It oh. goes to four, and then they made a trade, and then I have no idea if it's been cancelled. I have no idea if it's on a hiatus. 
I have no idea. I have no and idea. This is, and this is going to be called the Orphan and the Other Three Beasts. That's that's part two. <laughs> yeah, Orphan and the Rest of the Beasts. Yeah, <laughs> it feels like um, uh, what was that book, uh, Martin? That we liked and Scott and Liam doesn't like a Christmas. Naughty list. The Naughty list. list. Where they, like, the story just finishes with no future plans, essentially, to finish it. But then, you have, I suppose, James still goes did everything himself. I'm sure it takes a long time to do this. You know, yeah. Even the art, there's a lot of detail in that. So it, it, it's... I'll give, him, I'll give him some time to get the next volume out. Yeah. But yeah. that's what there is. I hate the idea of an incomplete story. Yeah, no, totally agree. It, it is just him. Creating this book, creating this story, drawing everything, lettering everything, writing everything. Like Kev, right? Our resident artist. He writes and draws his own his own story. And I met him when did I meet him? Twenty twenty one in MCM Birmingham Comic Con. And he had only written three issues of the last Ein Here Ya, his his own created story. And He's released one more since then, and I know for a fact that he is currently he's written issue five, and now I think he's in the process of starting to draw it. So it takes of a hell of, it takes a hell of a long time to create a book, and I can't imagine, especially with the kind of detail that they put in this book. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, maybe we should not be like, oh my god, he's taken ages to get five issues. Where the hell is the fifth one? This. Has he got any other projects he's got going on as well? Because obviously yeah, this must be yeah. a little um what's what's the what would you call it? It's just like his own personal project, project. Project. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing. Like he he, he probably has like because I know I'm reading a book called Old Dog, which was uh Declan Shelby. He's an Irish artist and writer, and he's done everything as well, writing, letter and colour and drawing everything. And he had to pause the book in between because essentially it's his own project, it's his own work, but he needs to pay the bills. So he's taking work elsewhere to get the money to pay his bills, whatever. So things like this, if you are, if it is like a passion project, you do have to kind of park it if you need to for a few months. So maybe that's well, what Stoko's doing. He's taking a little break so he can go and earn some money elsewhere. I have just checked. Uh, uh, I've just quickly checked him on the app I use, and he is currently doing some cover art for some of the new Night Terrors. DC Night Terrors oh, okay. stuff. So you think he's covered? He's got one for Batman, one for Ravenger, two for Ravenger. Uh, Robin, he's doing one of the Green Arrow ones that's on my hit list. So he's he's variant covering at the moment. So this is where his bulk of his time is going. And I think it, it is one of those things that I'm not. This is not like a cheap shot at cover artists, but sometimes they do that to get the money in quickly just give us one page to draw we'll put our effort into it get mm. the money and take it while we're doing other stuff so maybe that's that's what it is. he's happy to you know grab that coin why he can yeah we have a confirmation in the chat from ing he has said if you google it it's on hiatus with no date set to come back yeah but you know things go on hiatus things come back like we had saga that was off for ages um, a really, really popular story that I know we all love, um, Snot Girl. That was on a hiatus, and that's come back. Uh, yeah. is, uh, the, ne the next volume is coming back. Um, and then this one. Uh, uh, 
You know what? I wish. I said again. The naughty list. No, <laughs> mate, you'll be on the naughty list. Um, All right, I'm always happy. I wish like Once in Future was on hiatus. I wish like Seven Secrets was on hiatus. All these other cool things, but whatever. Can't be bitter about it. Can't be bitter about it. Um, uh, have we even done initial thoughts yet? Martin's saying, and I enjoyed it too. I, I did enjoy it. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's, a very, it's a very strange book. Let's, let's be honest. It's hmm. crazy. All the scenes are a bit. Like, I, I don't watch, I don't read manga. I, I've watched some anime, yeah. and there's definitely scenes and something in that belongs in some sort of anime cartoon because like it's just a bit crazy a bit mad yeah but, like exciting at the same time like, i enjoyed it it just makes you think for a little second just how mad this is yeah the reason i chose this book is because i actually picked it up in singles when it was coming out um okay. i picked i've got all the issues but i only read the first three for some reason i just never got to the final one i have it just never got to it um and I just thought, this art style, it's something different for us to talk about. Mm -hmm. It's its not, not something we see all the time. It's very unique in terms of what we usually see. Um, and uh, it's, it's a bit mental. And I didn't expect it to be like that at all. It was just, I like the premise. It was just, you know, yeah, you know, Orphan goes out to find and defeat these five beasts it's like, oh, cool, little, you know, maybe like a samurai type thing, you know, Japanese. I quite like that style of thing um, as well. And the art really intrigued me with how detailed and the little tiny lines everywhere. That really intrigued me. That really enticed me. And then once you have the reveal of the first villain, Thunder Thighs, mm -hmm. and what he is capable of, I was like, what have I gotten myself into? But I don't I don't hate it. You know what I mean? And I was just like, okay, let's let's go further, let's go more. And uh yeah, but I never read the fourth issue, but now I have. You you'd be glad to know. <laughs> Imagine if I still today went, I've I, I yep, only read the th first three, didn't bother with the last one, just kept up with the with how it wants to go. Um but yeah, it's it's a it was a very surprising book. Mental. I mean, I don't want to dog on james stoko but i think i think by trade he is an artist before he's a writer and i do mm -hmm. think the art is better than the writing if you know what i mean like it's maybe better than the story i like the idea i think i think it's a really cool thing but for for me there was some stuff lacking in it and and i don't need a background for mo the the young what was her name mo wasn't it the young kind orphan. Of orphan orphan yeah. mo yeah. orphan mo like Otherwise, it'd be called Mo and the Five Beasts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very good. But that's a, obviously we know she's an orphan, so we don't need her backstory as such because we like we know where she's where she's at. But at the same time, there's going to be something more of her. I thought there was very little of her, to, to be honest. Um, like, it lacks something at the minute. Like she's obviously cool. Like she's a cool character. She could fight. She's really cool in the actual yeah. scene. Yeah, yeah. But I do feel like there's something missing with her. And even with the Five Beasts, they spent a lot of time. Like describing their kind of backstory, you know, they went. I can't remember the old man's name. They, they, where he gave them a bit of an arc or whatever he says, and mm -hmm. he goes through Thunder Thighs and the other guy. What was his name? 
Meaty boy. Meaty um, boy, yeah. Well, anyway, they, they, they took a, few, a good few pages to kind of describe their kind of training and their background and their kind of like what makes them tick almost. But we didn't get a lot of Mo. I think Mo should have been the main star of the show. His name was Chopper Teng. It was Che, oh, yeah, Teng, Teng, yeah, Teng. Yeah, Teng. Chopper Teng, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of. It was every other issue. So the second and the fourth issue were the first half of them were essentially the origins mm. of the beast. So we'd have like, you know, we'd have the initial setup, we'd have um, the reveal at the end of one issue, then we'd have their origin at the start of the next issue, then the fight, and then repeat. Um, yeah. Um, so, um, Alan G has said, I enjoyed the initial premise and the art overall, but the story wasn't great. I think, I think we're all there, level yeah. with that, really. Um, and he also said, what bugged me was that at the start, he gets told by his mentor that he has to go and figure out for himself and that he doesn't know anything else. And he explains each beast as they come up. That threw me. I'm glad that's been mentioned yeah. because that did throw me. Yeah. It's not blame, but you've just sent me on a quest not knowing nothing at all and uh except you know i'm basically going on a revenge thing for you mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden the beast comes out and you know everything about them because you've trained every single one of them this information yeah. would have been quite beneficial at the start <laughs> yeah yeah that's fair yeah. I, didn't, I, didn't, no. I didn't even twig on i just assumed that like you know i thought i didn't twig on good good point I understand why he's done it because it leaves some mystery for us as the reader. Because I thought yep, the yep. touch of having them as like a, a shadow figure in the background, not seeing them. And then as I the love story that progress, touch. It's, it's revealing them. So I thought that was great. I thought that was a real nice touch. But they could have given us a little bit more um, about these characters, even names, you know, and slight information about mm -hmm. them, as opposed yep. to just one word to symbolize each one. Hmm. Yeah. A lot, a lot of time was wasted on building a little bit of depth to these characters and, in and this segments. Is, I agree, and this is what I'm saying about the art being better than the story because the detail and the character, like the character, both those characters were creepy as, like especially the kind of t the Tang one, but even Thunder Thighs, like obviously the, he draws my big thighs and big veins and his thighs and whatever else, and he squeezes a horse and all. This. Like there was a lot of detail. And depth put into it visually, so you can kind of see it rather than, yeah, obviously got his backstory, but at the same time, it's just like I think that's where the focus was on the art than mm. the story. Um, and you mentioned Scott as well, like, like, sort of like if I remember, like, even the ceiling on some of the, the, the huts or the houses, or whatever, had like lines on them where you don't need to do it, like, we know it's a ceiling, yeah, do a block color, but the fact that he puts all those details in the background, it's not necessary. I think that's where the time and effort was put into that yeah. more than branching out the story. It's definitely admirable what he's done yeah. with all that. Hundred mm. percent. Uh, Pete's here. Sub notes up, Pete. Thanks for joining. Um, he did say Phil says something is missing. Uh, something is missing. Uh, uh, I've not read the book, but uh, is it her parents? Mm. Oh, good guess. Good guess. Yeah. <laughs> 28 and one. Ding ding ding. Um, yeah. Um, okay. 
do we want to talk a bit more about the art or shall we just show off our pages what are you what are you guys thinking i do have one criticism okay as much as i like the art i understand the colors they're trying to get this kind of vibe of like i'm assuming like i'm assuming japan or somewhere in asia or whatever i'm assuming that's the kind of vibe they were going for yeah but i feel like the the book was almost let down by by the tone chosen with the colors I'm not expecting like pinks and purples and fairy oranges and all the rest, but I just feel like it was very toned down at times. But yet, obviously, were, with, you know, like the horse squeezing scenes, it's that's ramped yeah. up again. I feel like there was a world color shortage of the color pink when the Barbie film was created. With this book, there was a world color shortage of orange and brown. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some jokes don't last, <laughs> yeah. but some do, and some don't. Oh, come on. All right, all right, all right, whatever. Anyway, let's get on to our pages then, shall we? Let's let's have a look at those. Um, we have we, we do also have one for Shane as well, and I do have a bit of a, a little bonus one. Um, but we will start with... We'll go clockwise. We'll start with Phil. Yeah, again, this, this is what I was talking about in terms of the, the level of detail in the art as opposed to story, and the two reasons I picked this page, obviously you've got this guy Thunder Thighs, and you want to see what he's what his deadly weapon, what his you know, what his force is all mm. about. He squeezes a horse and breaks it in half and splatters it everywhere. But he's just laughing. Like there's no actual like there's a few words, there's no real dialogue. You don't need it. Um it's very much here's what I can do. And I can see the shock in Moe's face there. Um and that's enough to show this guy's not to be trifled with, you know. Um if you're going to fight this guy, don't get in between his legs. But oh, yeah. it's just like the idea, like those four guys there in that panel with the meat splashing them to the side. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's cool. It's detailed. It's it's funny. You know, trigger warning though, if you're, if you're an equestrian lover, um, look away now. But yeah, this, this, you know, uh, there's quite a few interesting pages. This is one of the first ones that really caught my eye. Um, we mentioned the detail, like even in the lines and stuff, like, necessary but it adds the like the texture and the feel of the book you know um after seeing that peter's just said oh my god what am i looking at i think i need to read this now see yeah that page goes back as well to what phil said at the start it gives off that anime vibe would you better bring that page back up again scott yeah 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 if you look at that panel in the bottom right that is the sort of sadistical laugh you see on some animes with these twisted characters where the eyes are sort of bulging, the big wide mouth expressions. You, you, you see, mm. you know, it, it definitely touched on that anime um, vibe. Yeah, and there's, and, and there's more. There's more than that throughout the whole book. We get that vibe. Oh, yeah, um, totally. for the anime stuff. But Pete, if you um, if you want to read this, I mean, it's super quick, hundred pages. You read it like twenty minutes. You could read start an eye and come back and give us your score <laughs> at the end. <laughs> Definitely, definitely. Um, okay, uh, Martin? I picked this page for the detail. Um, it is any, mental. For anybody in the podcast, this is the scene where uh, Thunder Thighs is basically ripped apart by the main character and one of the, uh, what are they called, sort of the bandits that's sided with Mo. And you yeah. get to the detail on ripping apart the limbs and the insides and even the little the bit at the top where you see 
a closer blown up picture of his face and his head. Just yep. detail is just stunning. You know, it really it's is. Gr- it's gross, but it's detailed. It's, yeah, it's it's great. Yeah. Um, the, the person that's helping Orphan in this scene as well is called um, Dirty Bun. Dirty Bun. Yeah. And he was cool for his wee, you know, two-page cameo. He was the guy who he trained the horses, wasn't he? Yes. yes. He was and, the stable uh, master. Yeah, the stable master. So he obviously ran out with two horses, of course, and he was holding back. He was cool. But I'm going to say this now. The art here is really cool, but you can definitely see a bit of Daniel Warren Johnson in here. Yes. Yeah, but, I get that. A bit tidier though. Tidier, but I still think Daniel Warren Johnson's better. It's a it's a different <laughs> yeah. kind of scratchy. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I know what you mean. But I, I just it's found not... this a bit more cleaner, cleaner than Darren uh, Warren mm-hmm. Johnson. The just just the way the style of the art is. But yeah, I do get what you're saying. It has that um that touch. Especially there, the, that. with the use of the mm-hmm. sound effects as well. Mm. Oh yeah, he's very Definitely. fond of like impact lines and stuff. After like an action scene, doesn't he? Like the hmm. constant straight lines, one diagonal lines and stuff. I'll move. On, I'll move on to my page. Uh, this is where Orphan is fighting Thunder Thighs. Um, uh, but I chose this page because it's very. This for me was the anime page. Um, We've got a lot of cool action, a lot of cool, like, I don't know, speed lines, a bit of blur, you know, stuff like that. And I'm really seeing and feeling and being able to visualize that movement really well. Sometimes when we look at books like this and they have action like this, it kind of looks quite static sometimes. But this, for me, was had a lot of movement, uh, especially that very middle panel. We've got the kind of, like, diagonal... Uh, jump lines mm. where she like mm. jumps away, yeah. spins around, jumps back. It's really cool. And then like slice, slice, slice. Uh, and then onto the next page. Um, but yeah, very cool. I love the movement in it. I'd like to see this artist maybe take on the flash because I think he would draw a flash issue really well. The way he shows movement. Mm. Imagine that. I'm not sure I want to see the flash in this style though. I, I, I agree with Martin to an extent. I think the Flash will be done cool in this way. However, don't let him color it. Give, give it to somebody else to color it. Oh, yeah. It's just, it's just like the, uh, tonally, it's wrong for me. I think obviously the Flash needs to be a bit more vibrant. But I know what you're mm. saying. Yeah. That would be yeah. cool. Yeah. Hannon G uh, agrees with me, I guess. He said, you can really feel the motion in the art. Yeah. Totally, totally. Thanks a lot for that. Um, one more page then from Shane. He did send one in. Uh, oh, my God, I've lost it. Okay, here it is. Right. Uh, this is, I think this was the first issue, maybe the second yeah, one. Yeah, it was already um, one. No, yeah, it was the first one. Uh, Shane had said, I picked this page because I like the motion of the fight scenes, the blurs, and the smoothness to the movements made me really feel the action. And again, a lot of great movement, a lot of good blurring, a lot of good, you know, I don't know, motion lines, speed lines, whatever. I don't know what to call them. I don't know if they have a proper name. I like yeah. the scene there where like, she's got her staff or whatever, her, her um, what do you call it, her weapon, whatever her it is. 
and like it's mm. also on the ground, it's covered, it doesn't like there's no sharpie bit yet, you know, it's not pointy yeah. pointy yet, and it's just kind of kicks up her foot and then shoes. Yeah. I think that's really cool, yeah, yeah, it is awesome. Okay, I have one more page, it's not a page, it's the covers. Um, all of these covers, uh, cover A's create a joint cover. Um, like I said earlier, I've got all the covers, and that was part partly a selling point for me. Yeah, I thought it'd be quite cool to get all these four together, kind of joining covers. Um, but uh, they also have a printed version of it in the back of the trade, and there it is. That's cool. So yeah, so those, those are all four covers. You can also like flick through the trade, and it shows you the uh, you know the covers. That's like you know chapter bricks kind of thing in 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 the trade. And uh, yeah, they're all there, and you can they all join up like this. See, I know we've said about this color palette for this book. I don't know why, but I'm I get vibes of sort of um, traditional sort of Japanese tattoos colors. I think this is why it didn't bother me so much. It's sort of the toned down colors. Um, I, I feel like I feel, I feel the the style he was going for, but. As we said, I think he oversaturated a few colors, didn't he? Through yeah, certain I think, page. I mean, for some reason, what what where I really noticed with the coloring is like I felt like I wanted the green to be a bit more green <laughs> and less <laughs> less gray. You know, there's obviously a lot of you know greenery in the scenes, or whatever. But you're right. There's a lot of times where the the the, the characters were like essentially like a clay color, like orange or whatever, or like a dull brown or whatever, but their eyes were still popping white, you know, and obviously it's like a it's like a, a creative choice, which is fair. Um, I just think that I, I wanted a bit more. You know, I've seen samurai books, or I know because I know Highland Jay's a big fan of samurai books. Like, who I've kind of went with that kind of tone throughout. But then I've seen ones that go the opposite way and give us a little bit more color and pop. But I don't know where I would want this. I wouldn't want this to be too far, you know, somewhere in between, just a little bit more. Uh, the tone or the color, yeah, that's where I'm at. Going more into the artist a little bit more. Uh, where did I see it? I just saw it. So, what I kind of wanted to bring up was the fact that, like, even though this art is brilliantly detailed all the way through, James Stoker really sells when it comes to the action. So, well. That's, well, that's what I noticed anyway. Um, and those were the bits that I enjoyed more. Mm. You know, the, the writing side of things, the setup of everything was good, but then when it came to the fights, you know, fights are always quick reads unless you want to hang around and focus on the details and stuff. But it was just whenever it came to the action scenes, so the end of issue two and the end of issue four, they were a, a brilliant joy to read. You know they were they were gross, but really great to look at in in a way as well. Um, I think it's like a certain level of like, not say just intrigue, but like because it is gross, you want to look at it. Do one of those things. It's like yeah, you want to turn away from it, but you don't. Yeah, you almost like you punish yourself by looking at it yeah. more. Like it um, makes you engage with it more, doesn't it? It's visually yeah. appealing, regardless of what's there. It, it's something that draws you to it because it stands out more. Mm. 
Like that's what I'm saying. Make it, make, it makes you question: Do you like it, or do you hate it so much that you need to look at it to have a def, definitive answer to that? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What that was good? The art kept me intrigued, right, over and over and over again. Um, for the first two issues, at least, it kept raising or lowering the bar. I can't quite tell yet, but it was like. You get to the start, and it's like, okay, this is a really nice-looking book. The scenery is really pretty. Everything's really detailed. Okay, cool. And then you first see, like, Thunder Thighs, and you go, okay, he's quite a disproportionate character. It's quite interesting. Okay, cool. Maybe we're getting him out of a more realistic kind of situation. And then he squeezes his horse to death. You know, okay, this is getting a bit, a bit more out there. All right, okay, let's see how it goes. Let's go with it. And then... You think that Orphan has won the fight by chopping Thunder Thighs in half, uh, sideways. And you go, okay, cool, fight over. And then the next page, the next thing you see is that the legs are still sentient. And um, this little tiny body pops out, out of the, you know, out of the waist, out of the remains. And it's just, I was like, what? What am I reading? Like, by, by issue two, you see this and you go, okay. There's the bar. There it is. I now know what to expect, you know, at the minimum, the kind of level of grotesque detail. I don't, but I don't mean that in a bad way, the word grotesque, you know, but, but that's what it is. It's, there's intestines, there's guts, there's cut, there's cuts, there's blood, there's, you know, it's gory, but it's like, this is very detailed, but not in a if, gross way. If it didn't have that, I wouldn't have enjoyed this book as much. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, totally. That, that, was, that was the thing that kept me, that's got saying intrigued and wanting to know what's like, what's next, mm. what's left to do. This was his niche. This art style and that level he pushed it through was the niche that made this, yeah, better than what it, what it, what we would probably would score it if it didn't have it. Hundred percent. Totally agree. Very, very much agree. Um, to move on to the writing, you okay with that? Hmm? Yeah, yeah, Phil. What did you think? Well, we touched on it. It's it's not orphan orphan and the five beasts. It's orphan and the two beasts. Um, that's something I can't you can't ignore. You can't leave it behind. Um, I understand the overall story is called orphan and the five beasts, and this is the first arc. I feel like Scott, you said you you had the first three issues and you read them, but not the fourth. I feel like yeah. This shouldn't have been a single issue run. This should have been an original graphic novel and give us the full story. I agree. You know, start middle yeah. and end, cover to cover type of thing. Um, do Dark Horse do that? Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah they do. Well, Hellboy. Oh, really? Yeah. That's, that's the thing. Like, um, that that should have been the way this went. Um, maybe again because financial pressures, he wanted to get something out to try and make this. You know, start making this story art in some coin form. You know, maybe he wanted to release it in singles, or maybe Dark Horse wanted it in singles. I don't know. But I, I definitely feel like it, it wasn't. I don't, I don't even think he, he it was written for a single issue market. I, I do feel like it was written to be a graphic novel. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, the level of work of the art, the level of detail outweighs the story so much. I, I can see why it's on hiatus and why it's stopped, not because he's bored of it but because he's he needs a break to do to do the to do the work um i like the idea 
of this low character having you know this quest and whatever else but like at the same time we didn't get enough of her yet maybe we will going forward but for this volume we didn't get enough of her in my opinion as, as, as a girl or as a fella? I thought it was a girl it was a girl, girl. yeah she's a girl, I yeah. It was a girl. Yeah. I, I, just, I just don't think that another four issues is long enough to wrap this up i think this is going to be a 12 issue run if you're going to give it a full go because you I need to so. know more about mo mm. you know we've spent we spent four issues on two of the beasts so hyper you know another four issues for another two more of the beasts and then they say another two issues with mo another two issues with the vinyl one with the big her name is Orphan. battle why do we keep saying mo her name's orphan mo oh. <laughs> so hold on so what do you mo. what do you mean <laughs> what do you mean what do i mean that's her name her name is orphan mo i thought her name was mo and she's an orphan no that's no, what i thought orphan mo like so it says orphan. that in issue one <laughs> so orphan <laughs> is her actual name yeah oh poor girl interesting i i just assumed her name is mo and she is an orphan that's why yeah. it's called orphan L- literally um uh when like page 11 of the trade but that includes like the cover and everything so in terms of actual comic you know book you know book uh pages it's the fourth page <laughs> and it's like at the bottom so of a that, la- so a last name's mo yeah orphan mo yeah okay that's cool that's okay oh, but wrong that, with it. She, she is an orphan though because yeah. like the guy says she had no parents and he, she came to him at the start or whatever you know, yeah. Maybe that's where she's called Orphan Mo because she didn't have a name, so he Maybe. called her Orphan Mo. Um, but then again, we don't know because they, they didn't tell us. We're, we're yeah, we're left. It's open for interpretation, people. Um, for what we think happened with Mo, exactly. <laughs> um, I think as well what Martin's kind of saying too. Like, so we had four issues and two beasts. I'm mentioning earlier on Scott. Like, it was a case of like. One base was conquered. Now here's the next base. Here's his origin for three or four pages. Yeah. Then there's a big fight scene for three or four pages. Then when you think they're dead, they come back again for three or four. Pa- so it was like a pattern. I don't yeah. want to see that continue the same way. Hmm. It'll just make it more predictable and less enjoyable for that, wouldn't, wouldn't it? Yeah. I think um, so. I totally like whenever I mentioned actually that um, I can't remember what. Was towards the it was the second base. I think she referred to like there could be more than one. So I thought, great, we're getting something different. We're gonna have more than one beast here. Um, that could be a thing to give us two beasts at one as one or on, on one. I do scene. think, I do think that that's what's gonna happen. Yeah, I reckon. I reckon it's gonna be this is gonna be a, like one more four issue thing, and they'll be like twins or something like that. You know, yeah. brother and sister. You know, short on the run. Yeah. Yeah. And then she'll have to, as I'm saying, but then that's for, for Orphan Mo's point of view as well. That's something she has to overcome. Not just one person. There's, there's like two to kill and two to fight. Mm. So you want to see her step up as well. And again, I think there's more to her with her, obviously her fighting, um, but there must be magic involved as well of her some, somehow. She must have some sort of, you know, uh, the fact that she's they, magical. Yeah. I think there's something there, yeah. I think there's there's i mean in the day if you're going to slice thunder thighs in half and he grows like an extra like i don't know torso and head 
like there's there's bound to be magic or some sort of dark magic involved somehow. And I would have think yeah. Orphan would have something up her sleeve. Oh well, it's it's the it was the corruption, wasn't it? Yeah, that was doing all this to them. There wasn't like a a demon or anything like that. It was just yeah, that's true. But then there's going to be something in reverse, like the good side of that type of thing. You know, like the light. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The anti-corruption. Yeah, I get you. I know what you mean. I know what you're trying to get at. But are they going to squeeze that type of story into another four issues? Nah. I, I don't want to sound defeatist when it comes to this particular story because, you know, I would like this to continue. But for the fact that Dark Horse has already released it as a trade, they've not numbered this as a volume one. It's on hiatus. I, it's sadly looking like it's not going to be picked up again. Yep. Looks like, uh, unfortunately, I agree. Mm. I don't like, because this is something that I would like to see picked up again, because it yeah. was good, you know? It wasn't mind-blowing, but it was obscure enough to make me want to go, you know what, let's do a volume two, let's read volume two, because I want to know what the other beasts are now. I want to know what quirks mm. they are. Yeah. Highland G in the chat has uh, taken over Shane's uh, role of planning or plotting the future story and how it should go. Um, he says, I think a good twist would be to have two more beasts and then Orphan has to figure out who the last one is and it turns out to be the master is the last beast. Dun, dun, dun. I like that idea. Plus yeah. the master somehow is able to summon the other four. And like combine them as one big Megazord. Megazord. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mega, you know, like a, Rita big... Repulsa turns up and she's yeah. Uh, yeah. Make my monster grow. Yeah. <laughs> I do I, I feel like somehow the four of them are gonna be I thought I thought you know, again, if there's magic and fall directly mentioned the corruption, I think somehow that would, could could happen, yeah. All right. That could be interesting. The master, the master, he did leave you to think the master was a bit of a, a bit of a douche himself. Like, he, what was he just sitting like some sort of tank, and then it's just like there's more to him. Huh? Oh, sorry, started yawning. He was having a bath. Was it me, or was he just ripped as well? Yeah, he come bursting out there, and he was like, looked like what's his name, Liver, Liver King or whatever, didn't he? Oh, yeah. Master Roshi of Dragon Ball. <laughs> Never came. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I, there's more to him too. I think he he is going to make an appearance of some sort. I, I would imagine. Um, but like I say, if the fact that it's on hiatus and you just don't expect expect it to come back, it is a bad thing. It taints the story for me now, knowing that that, that this has been parked, and that the idea being that I'm assuming he'll get to it eventually. Mm-hmm. But if he keeps getting offered projects and jobs. When's this? Do you know what I mean? Like, when's this going to happen? And the longer you leave it, the less appetite people are going to have to want to read on. Um, yeah, it's like, yeah, how long is too long? And it, and you, like, you know, at the moment, maybe we'll go, ah, cool, and issue five is coming out. We can finally get onto it, like we are after we learned Snot Girl was coming back. Um, but mm. oh, don't mm me. I know you weren't listening when I said that. No. You hate Snot Girl. <laughs> <laughs> got him um and i lost my train of thought but yeah 
how long um how long is too long and i think we're getting there like yeah i think i think as well like i mean shane shame here he would tell you there's a few dc books that he's talked about in the past that have just ended and they've never finished and it's been years and he's hoping that one day they'll get finished but mm-hmm. that they never will because we've gone past that point of like the point of no return and this is probably going to be the same um See, just when, left as well. when did he write this book when did he actually release the singles just 2021 yeah right so I, i'm i'm just looking through his catalog should we say and since 2021 he has been doing cover arts for marvel for dc he's doing another series for image um he is actually doing another series that's running now that's only a one issue for Dark Horse. So the man's busy. So it's not like he's, you know, he's even writing, he's even doing a cover art for the new Green Hour issue that comes out in a month. Mm-hmm. So he, he's, he's, he's doing projects. So yeah, to step away and do writing as well as draw your own story. When you've got that many projects under your belt, he's probably working on it in the background, tinkering away every now and again. I'll do another page here. I'll do another page there. He probably is, but yeah. he probably has a four a time deal or something with Dark Horse. Hmm. Plus, what I will say, when this was going in single issues, um, I wonder was Scott the only person who picked it up? <laughs> I never, I never. Well, it looks like Highland G has read it. Yeah, well, he's he's read it, yeah. Well, Highland, did you buy the trade paperback or did you buy this in singles? Doesn't really buy that many singles. I was just being interested to see. Um, mm, that's true. Because again, to be fair, if this was to go on for, say, another four issues or 12 in total, as we we're saying, mm-hmm. this, would, this would be a good, a good oversized hardcover to get, you know, in deluxe form, big art. And that would be good to get, I think, of a complete story. But again, for us, for our purposes here, having to, judge the first arc it's a difficult one because we don't know what's going to happen with it essentially yeah yeah highland g has said he got it as trade so maybe i am the only person (laughs) to get it in singles who knows (laughs) let's make it a mission to find other people who got this in singles too but if i'm the only people if i'm the only person then yeah i've just made some big bucks (laughs) we get these cgc slapped selling yeah Connecting covers on the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if this guy ever turns up a thought bubble, get some pretty cool signatures. Imagine that. Mm-hmm. Keep an eye out. I will. Definitely. Um, what did you think of the... We've talked a lot about Thunder Thighs. What did you think about the fight with Chopper Kang? And the reveal of that as well. You know, people go in... What was it? People go in to find food... And they discovered that there's everyone is going to this one particular restaurant that's selling everything for super cheap and running the other ones out of business. Um, and they're all kind of addicted to this meat, everyone that's in there. I think it was predictable that it was going to be human meat, but it wasn't predictable that it was going to be his own. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Own arm. That was like a that, twist. That was a, yeah. that was a throw. And I thought he was cr- like, where Thunder Thighs was like, Creepy when he came back a like half a body or whatever. Yeah, Tang. He was he was the creepiest. But again, in a good way, like an intriguing way. You want to read on. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
what was he like stitching his own arms up or something or he was well, cutting he was... slices out of his arms and yeah, his arms were regenerating and he had like 16 arms at one point didn't he it was gross mm. it, it, it was i think i've mentioned it before in some of our books we talked about it. it was almost like that kind of like rocco rocco's modern life red and stimpy mm. grossness you know speaking but of just speaking of a bit more blood yeah speaking of gross right uh, looking at it again now and it's proper like turning me a bit like right <laughs> okay so you know like the reveal page where you you see his arm getting chopped up a little bit like you know like it's like orange segments yeah mm-hmm. in all of the bits that are chopped out yeah there's a little mole on it one or yeah. two little little moles oh my god it's I can't even like look at it properly without being turned. Like, I I didn't notice this the first time I read it, but going through it now while talking to you guys, I've looked at it and now it's on every single one. And I'm like, I can't like that's that's it, apparently it wasn't minging for me first of all. It wasn't gross first of all, but seeing that and now we're all looking at it. Oh, oh you're right. It's, tur- it's turning my stomach <laughs> down, like all the kind of moles and warts and whatever oh, else. Oh, good. I couldn't draw yeah, that hairs and stuff on it. Yeah, uh, it's rotten. Uh, I don't want to throw up. <laughs> like, no, it's just, it's just oh, such a weird, such a weird. Uh, no. But I love that like, twist on it. Yeah, uh, I don't. I think you know. I obviously mentioned in previous oh, episodes before about the kind of gore and like likes a hotel and stuff. Well, that kind of grossed me out. This is different kind of level of gross. Yeah, imagine like, eating that. Oh, I can't. Oh my god. Yeah, it's gross. <laughs> Ed didn't face me whatsoever. I uh, this was fantastic. I love that that disgusting twist on it was great. I just feel sick. Yeah. The hair uh, on the moles. Uh, ah. Stop. <laughs> I think uh, the thing that creeped me the most wasn't even I didn't notice the moles. It was just more like the the amount of arms you could re- regenerate. Freaked me I, thought out. Was, and then, I thought that was cool. And then it came to the point where he, wherever, so all the all the people who eat the meat, mm-hmm. or obviously they love the meat so much, they they turn into like Tang's henchmen or soldiers or whatever. And they all have red eyes to go fight Orphan Mo, but one of them turns into like a bug, like a giant centipede type of thing. Yeah, like it's just it's, it's gross, but like it's that, that's the thing. This is why I kind of like it down. I mean, I I'm not a I'm not a big anime fan. I'm trying to get into some of it. But sometimes the anime shows are just too weird. Like they, they take a turn and it goes oh, I've really never weird. seen it. I've never seen an anime like this. I, I know what's meant. No it's just, way. It's just, the, the, the turn that has and this, this had mm. a few different times where like this is this is a dramatic turn. Didn't expect that. Yeah. And it was gross. I have but to admit like, my sorry, Phil. Well you go ahead. I'll say that my favorite bit though with the second beast. Was his death scene? I loved it that she hit him with the flower, the eggs, and then what? Can I can only imagine his breadcrumbs? Yeah, and then he kills himself. He gets in there and dies, but then he reaches his arm out to season himself. Classic. They 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 messed the trick there. What they what they should have done for the art is that remember the scene where that he had his bait was cutting his arm for him. So there was someone else Mm -hmm. in the kitchen. Just get him to do like salt bay, like your salt bay guy. (laughs) Yeah, well, it wasn't far off to be honest. Yeah, it wasn't what he was doing. Little pinch, 
little sprinkle. It even says the word yeah. sprinkle, sprinkle. <laughs> when it's Love that. Sprinkling the salt. It was a bit like, oh, okay, there's the cheese. You yeah. Know? Um, I kind of expected that. But again, it was, I couldn't have thought of that myself. I couldn't have predicted that. It was a bit funny um, seeing that. Um, but it was just weird seeing this, yeah, breadcrumbed covered <laughs> demon getting chucked into the boiling vat of oil and then him go no i'm dying and he disappeared and then all of a sudden yeah the arm bursts up seasons himself gone is it is brilliant brilliant in a cheesy way mm. so got like a little bit of cheese now and then yeah i do this isn't this is not what i expected at all you know i just thought it was going to be this person goes against five literal beasts you know maybe if we go for like japanese culture they're like gigantic and have you know some sort of different characteristic mm. than the, the normal version or whatever but i didn't expect it to be people that could kill anything with its thighs and was cutting slices out of himself and sprouting other limbs blah 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 it's to um, totally unexpected I'm with you 100%. I was not expecting this going into it. Um, but you know what? I'm so pleased it was because it made it unique. Yeah. yeah. It's, it, these, regardless of what we score this as, this is probably going to be one of those stories that will stick with me for a little while. I felt like it's about what? the autumnal. It's, it, yeah. it, that story stuck with me. And even though it wasn't the best, it stuck with me. I think this is going to be one of those ones. The conversation we've had tonight has definitely mm. embedded it in my brain a bit more. Done. It's never usually the tens or nines that stick with me. It's usually the sixes and sevens. Hmm. Those are the ones that tend to stay with me. So that's my prediction for this. Overall, we're going to get between six and seven, I think. I reckon. I think you're right in terms of like those tend to stick with you. But I mean, I'm just thinking back to a few stories I have scored in around that area. They've They've got to a certain point and then haven't delivered beyond that, which is what this book is. Like it, mm. it will stick with you because not just because of what it is, but what it is and what it could have been, if you know what I'm trying to say. Um it does it does fall behind in some aspects, but we're we're talking about like logically in terms of like the story and like the two beasts, not the five beasts. You know, we're we're thinking things like that. Yeah. But this well will stick with you, I think. But not always for the good reasons. Like, like, I wish there was more to it. The 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 little light of hope uh, that is more story is on the trade. The, the page that's after the one where the demon, you know, seasons himself. It does say, "Orphan Mo's story doesn't end here. Our adventure continues in the in the next arc of Orphan and the Five Beasts from James Stoko coming soon." coming soon though yeah but it's not it's planned you know like yeah. it's there it's hopefully coming at some point to put that dark horse must be willing to continue when he's ready yeah totally totally as i say i, I can only compare it to declan shelby with his project for old dog and i, I follow him on twitter and stuff and he has to come out and say that it's really hard work when you're doing everything and obviously with Kevin's stuff as well, like how long it takes to get an issue out. So yeah. I do appreciate that even if he was say it took him a full year to do these four stories. Mm -hmm. Just 
just guessing here. You're going to want to get a break from that yourself. Yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. do different things for a spell, kind of hone your craft somewhere else, like learn new skills, whatever else, but then come back to this. Um. So, yeah, you're right. I'm not, I can't be too, too negative in that aspect because the amount of detail in the drawing and the fact that it's gross and whatever else, maybe you should take a little break. Yeah. No. Totally deserved, deservedly so, I think. Yeah. Um, thoughts on scores? Are you ready? I'm good. Yeah. Okay, let's go. So, everyone in the chat, if you've read along, do give us a score. We'll add it to ours and get the final score. And we'll find out where it goes on our leaderboard. Will it be top 10 or will it go somewhere else? Let's find out. So, uh, Phil, do you want to kick us off? So, you predicted six or sevens. And I'm in yeah. that ballpark. Um, it's it's not a bad story. It, it blew me away in terms of things you're seeing on the page. I think the art definitely outweighs the the quality of the art outweighs the quality of the story and and the writing, unfortunately. But again, he is an artist by trade, so to still write the story has to be commended. Um, I'm trying my best not to allow the fact that the we 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 don't have a complete story kind of impact this arc. But we've said before, we always like a start, a middle, and an end. We haven't got that. We're only halfway through this story. So it's a difficult one to judge or not judge in that aspect. But art was good. It was gross. It was mad. It was mental. Things were happening on the page that you, you didn't expect to see. And I kept you intrigued. Um, the colors did, I felt like it, it didn't quite fit in for some reason at times. Sometimes it did. Um, so I really enjoyed that aspect. I definitely get the kind of Japanese samurai vibe in yeah. this book without being any real Japanese samurai culture or references, if you know what I mean. So I don't know if that's intentional or not intentional, but if it is intentional, I feel like he needs to uh, I don't say do a bit more research or try and be a bit more accurate with things that are more Japanese and samurai-esque or whatever. Mm. I think I'm sitting on a six. I think that's where I'm at. I think I feel a little bit like there's something missing. Yeah, um, it's not her parents, Pete. I think there's something missing in the story, but the art was great. Um, and yeah, it was it was it led to an interesting conversation tonight. So uh, a six is a good. Yeah, six. Nah, good. Yeah, I think that's good. Um, Martin, over to you. I am in agreement with Phil, hundred percent. I. The, arti the artistic style is probably the one thing I'm going to take away from this because I quite like this artistic style. Um, the colours didn't really bother me too much because I felt like it was going for that sort of washed-down Japanese feel. But I do feel like we had some oversaturation of colours, especially in the backgrounds with some with some pages, with the oranges and the greens. It's just completely blowing the back of, a backup page out. Um, I love the character designs. I know we've touched it. I love the gore. I know you guys ain't a fan, but I, I, I loved it. I love that gross, disgusting stuff. It, it caught me off guard. Um, the writing was not as good, sadly. The story, as we know, we've not got a full story. You know, and we do. We judge it very harshly on a start, middle, and end, and it didn't have that. So I'm going to go a little bit more than Phil because I did enjoy that artwork. The artwork has sold it for me. So I'm going in at 6.5. Nice. Okay. All right. Um, shall I read Shane's first before I do mine, or shall I do mine then read Shane's? You, you picked the book, so you, you will last, do Shane's? Okay. All right. So 
Here's what Shane said. The art is decent enough, but some pages are too full and busy, and the faces are not good for the most part. Of course, Shane would bring up the faces. Mm. Um, <laughs> it feels like it's trying to be manga and failing. Uh, the silly names for the characters are over the top. Villains make it somewhat fun at times, but the jokes all fall flat, and it tries too hard to be funny. Short read, which is a plus, as I was mostly bored until until the action scenes, which were drawn very well. For me, it's a six. So Shane gave it a six. There we go. Which seems very on par to the rest of us. Mm. It's funny because Shane slates the book and scores it on par with us, where I think we've had quite a positive conversation yeah. about it. Yeah. 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 Uh, I feel like in this case, Shane may, might have gone, okay, before I start reading, I have a 10 in my head, and it will come down based on what I've read. So he's using the negative points to bring his points down, but I think we're using good points to bring it up from zero. Maybe. Maybe. Who knows? But then um, you'll know what Shane's scoring too. Like if he hates the book, he'll let you know. So he doesn't, doesn't hate this book. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so for me then... Um, very unexpected read. That's how I want to start this. This is not the kind of thing. This was not. In hindsight, this is not what I picked this book up for. The content that's in there. Um, I was surprised. Um, quite grotesquely, but pleasantly. Um, in a very strange way. And I don't understand why. Like, I've, I've read books with other, you know, disgusting type of visuals in it. And I've gone, oh, that's too much. I don't want to look at that. That's gross. But then looking at this, I'm like, this is fine. This is weird, but I'll look at it. Um, yeah, it was interesting. You know, like, yeah, it's a shame we didn't get more information about Orphan. Hopefully we will in the future if, if more books come out. Um, but yeah, the art is definitely the selling point. And I don't know if James Stokoe has written stuff before. I don't know if this is his first project or anything. But if it was his first project, then... I think it was a really good start. You know, it's a really cool, unique book to have under your belt. And it kind of will um, bring you out from the crowd. Um, so, yeah, it, it's definitely something to look at. It's, it's, it's four issues. It's super quick. And it's just a bit of fun, a bit of intrigue, and a bit of a laugh. Um, and for that, um, I'm matching Martin. And I'm going to also give it. A 6.5 as well. Um, there we go. So we got a 6 from Phil, a 6 from Shane, a 6.5 from me and Martin. In the chat, we had a score from Highland G. He says, overall, it was middle of the road. So 5 out of 10. Can't complain. Thank you very much. And Liam, uh, well, first of all, Pete also said, this sounds interesting to me. I'll pick it up. I'm really glad we've been able to do that, being able to talk about something and convince someone to grab it. Go, Pete. Go, Pete, go. Uh, and Liam has said, from the motion to the colours, this was one of those books where the writing slash dialogue took a backseat to the art. Story is promising. Shame it's on hiatus. Hope it makes a return. Six out of ten. So again, it's one of those, like, wasn't the best book in the world, but I hope it comes back. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's interesting. that It's a, kind of, it's a weird phenomenon. Um, so we have our scores. Uh, with Highland G's and Liam's score together, we get a 5.5. We have a middle of the road of their score. 
Um, combining that with Shane's uh, 6, Phil's 6, my 6.5, Martin's 6.5, uh, we get a combined total of 6.1. That's fair. Yes, Ooh. I also think that's fair. I'm really happy with that. So let's see. We'll show you the top 10. It doesn't land on the top 10. We still need an 8 or more to beat or to get onto the top 10 now at this point. So where does a 6.1 come on the rest of the leaderboard? It comes joint 19th with Invincible. Invincible Volume 1. Wow. Both, both four-issue books. Mm-hmm. That was also a four-issue book that we read. Um, incomplete to- stories, incomplete arcs, essentially. Yeah, totally mm-hmm. different things as well. But there we go. 6.1. Nice. Before we go, we should tell you that uh, we don't have any um, Kev's draw-alongs coming up this week. Uh, he's a very busy artiste, um, as you know, very popular artiste as well. But uh, we do want to let you know that he is, you know, he's come away from drawing characters and how to draw them. He's now helping us with how to draw different styles and different techniques and things like that. So uh, last week he did how to draw gestures, and he's explained it as simply as he can because he thinks it's quite a complicated topic um to to go through so he's done that really well um so if that does interest you go over and have a look but i don't have anything else to talk about if you guys don't uh and no and we'll go and show off what we got next week yeah oh yeah oh yeah next week's video all right here we go Shane, what we got coming up? Oh, he's not here. Wait, never mind. Um, it's Shane's pick next week. He has gone for Batwoman Elegy from DC in 2009. Um, the paneling in those little previews there look really cool. Yeah. I'm hoping. The artistic style is really cool on this because obviously this is pre-New 52 Batwoman. We're going right before that. And then this artist then takes over the series going into New 52. So this nice. is some early Batwoman. Um, it's Greg Rucker it's, too, isn't it? Greg yeah. Rucker. It's, it's yeah. great. Perfect starting point. And Shane's picked a banger for this one. So I'm awesome. really hyped for this next week. Looking awesome. forward to it. Me too. Me too. It's going to be awesome. Hopefully we'll see everyone there next week. And uh, only one more thing left to do. Let's get your waves out. Bye. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> <laughs>